Welcome to the Losing Religion Podcast, where every single month we encourage you to lose your religion and get into a relationship with Jesus. Our prayer every time that this podcast releases is that you walk away having a desire to grow in your relationship with Christ. Thanks for checking us out today. Well, hey, everyone. Um, This is Mindy here, and I've got Tiffany with me. How's it going, everybody? And Sean. Hey, guys. And we are so excited to kick off our Losing Religion podcast with episode number one. And for those of you that have been around for a while, then you know that we previously had a podcast that was specifically for our community leaders and life group leaders here out of Life Church Jinx. But God has been working on us over the summer and just leading us to believe that He wanted to reach more people through this podcast. And so we decided to do a couple of things. One, make it easier on you all to subscribe to it uh, by putting it on iTunes. And then the second thing is just making all about spiritual. You know, the most important thing to us is that everyone in the world knows the love and the grace and the kindness of Jesus Christ. And one of the ways that we can encourage others to get into a relationship with Him is by having a spiritual podcast where we can pour into you. You know, recently we just came out of a just spectacular message series called Anxious for Nothing. Um, And it was so impactful. Every single week we got to hear from people uh, that were impacted by it. And I know for me personally, I was really moved by this message series because I personally struggle with anxiety uh, and have for a very long time. Um, And so uh, over time, I continue to try to like listen to podcasts and listen to messages that will help me to grow in that area so I don't feel anxious about things that I really shouldn't feel anxious about. And there is a key verse that always helps me to remember that I can overcome the anxiety that, that affects me from my day-to-day life. And it's in Romans 8:11, where it talks about how whenever we surrender our life to Christ, that the same power that lives within him, it now lives within us. And so there's nothing that we cannot face uh, in this world, including anxiety. That's something we all struggle with. It comes in different forms for different people, but I can probably say that there's no person alive that has never walked through a season of anxiety, whether it's your job, your family, your kids, doubts. I mean, whatever that looks like for you, everybody has dealt with that at some point. Yes, for sure. Well, I think it's also important to note that sometimes it's not always a consistent struggle. Like there are seasons where anxiety can be very heavy and then you get out of that season and it feels like, everything's great. Maybe you've mastered that. And then one thing hits and you're back into that season of intense anxiety. So it's something we constantly have to be focusing on. Yeah. You know, if I can be really honest, I actually just this morning, the day we're recording this, I was up at 4am this morning and not because I was doing like really great things with my life, like working out or, (laughs) you know, (laughs) doing anything to like really improve my life. Although I probably should be, I know there's people listening to this. They're like, that's nothing. I get up at that time every day. Well, I woke up at 4 a.m. with anxiety, and I couldn't go back to sleep. And so I eventually just got up and started reading my Bible. But um, over the silliest things, there's just things going on in my life right now that I will eventually share with you guys um, whenever the time is right. But there's things going on right now in my personal life that have given me anxiety. And I woke up this morning, like, faced with all kinds of questions, and my brain was on, like, full speed for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I must have been going around. I also, last night, spent the whole entire night tossing and turning, and I think I slept a total of maybe 15 minutes of good quality sleep over just dumb things that 
are completely unrealistic and will never happen, but for some reason my mind just could not shut off, and I was having all kinds of nightmares and dreams about my kids getting, like, just left somewhere. <laughs> I don't really know why. Don't know who left them. Don't know where it was yeah. at or what was happening, but evidently it was for real. Yeah, so. that's that's really crazy to me because knowing you, I know you would never leave your kids anywhere, so that's... No. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm not here to judge your anxiety <laughs> as opposed to what my anxiety is, you know? Um, but I think it's crazy that just how... Um, how it can affect us and how we don't expect it to happen and over the silliest, you know, of things for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think anxiety doesn't, it's not picky about who nope. it selects to bug, so nope. to speak. It's like Satan um, just looks for that weak point just to slip mm-hmm. in under your radar and yeah, yeah. start messing with your mind. Yeah, and sometimes anxiety can have to deal with like a lot of, being in the unknown, like not knowing what's going to happen in certain situations. Or sometimes it's what if this situation happens and then I don't know what to do whenever mm-hmm. that arises. And sometimes for me, it's a situation that could never happen or is pretty unlikely. But I'll stress over the unknown of what possibly could happen or what could happen in my kids' lives when they get a little older or mm-hmm. uh, just all kinds of different things as a mom that I worry about um, that are in the unknown. Well, yeah, for me, it's more moments of anxiety. You know, I'm a a big planner. If we're taking a road trip, I know when we're leaving, when we should get there, every stop along the way. But for me, it's moments like, oh, the GPS just failed. And then the anxiety kicks in with, we're going to get lost. We're not going to get there on time. I'm going to miss the turnoff. Or there's been a couple deep moments in life where I've walked through months of anxiety and I've had to continuously grow through those and look back on them and reflect, knowing that that's going to come again in the future. Hmm. Yeah, I think everybody has those moments. I know for me, when it when it comes to momentary anxiety, it's things of like, what if I didn't think that through all the way? Or, oh man, I was supposed to do this and I didn't. And what if that throws like everything off for a project or yeah. some big thing that we're planning for, like you said, a vacation or a work thing? Yeah. So how do you trust God in the unknown? You know, there's people, uh, we, we, there's all kinds of scripture in the Bible that, you know, backs this up that you can trust God in the unknown. Um, and I was reading a plan not very long ago, a month ago or so it was in Esther and it got me thinking about how in Esther five, you know, chapter five, it talks about how Esther's going to go visit the King. Um, and you are not supposed to do that without permission. Like you don't get to just walk in and be like, Hey, what's up? How you doing King? Um, and so, but she is being obedient to what God's calling her to do. And God's saying, go do this and everything is going to work out. And so I can't imagine the anxiety that she felt in the moment of just having an unknown what is going to happen after I go talk to him. Am am I going to be in trouble? Am I going to be killed? Um, Are other people going to be hurt because of my decision? Um, But ultimately, she was just being obedient to God. And because she was obedient to God, everything worked out um, the way that it was supposed to. And so I try to remember that in my life when I'm heading into the unknown, that Esther also walked into the unknown. And because of her decision, a lot of lives were changed for the better. Yeah, I know. I think, too, one thing you have to process through, especially when it comes to things that are unknown, because like you said, you just can't know what you don't know, right? Mm -hmm. Is that you have to be okay with whatever decision I make, 
regardless of the outcome, even if God doesn't do what I think he should do or what I feel like is the right thing and somehow this decision is wrong, that I'm still okay with following through it. I know I've been going through the book of Daniel um, and just reading through um, just the first couple of chapters. And one thing that stood out to me is that when you look at like the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, like they had to be okay that the decision that they made not to bow down to the statue in front of the king, that even if God did not come through in the way that he they thought that he should, um, that they were okay with that decision and they were okay with whatever the outcome was, which for them would have been death, um, which I know for us, it's definitely not probably right. everything. Right. <laughs> You're not like, do I turn left or right? Like it could mean my death. Wow. My anxiety just went up if that's right. the case. <laughs> right. um, but being okay that you can't know what you don't know, but you have to trust that whatever you feel like God's leading you to do, as long as you're being obedient and following through with that, that whatever the outcome is, it's going to bring him glory. Um, and ultimately, that's what we're here for, is to make his name known and to share who he is with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love that story so much because as you get into it, you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they end up being in a pit of fire that was so hot that the soldiers that went to take them there died. Mm-hmm. And as people were looking in from the outside, they saw a fourth person in there. And it yeah. just goes to show that when you walk in Christ's name and you're walking faithfully, regardless of the circumstances, God is there with us. And one other scripture I usually pray through as I'm walking through those deep moments of anxiety in life is Psalm 91, which is often called the soldier psalm. And the first time I heard it was on active duty. You know, you're constantly thinking about, well, what would I feel in a battle environment? And it's very easy to compare that to a spiritual battle. Yeah. But there are moments in Psalm 91 where God says things like, I will give my angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways, Psalm 91, 11. And it's really humbling and reassuring to me to know that in those moments, we don't always know how we got there or where God is taking us, but we can always know that when we're prayerful and we're obedient to what God wants us to do, He's always in the fire with us and always Mm -hmm. commanding angels to be there and to see us through to the end. Yeah, I think that's really good. And also really important, too, as we're talking about um, about that particular thing is that who you're surrounding yourself with matters, too. And because if you are surrounding yourself with people that are going to make your anxiety grow, then, I mean, it's probably not going to get any better. But if you're surrounding yourself with people that are also walking in faith, that are also, Mm -hmm. you know, going in the same direction as you and are helping to encourage you when you have those moments that we talked about of anxiety, um, I think that makes all the difference in how we walk with Christ. Absolutely. Well, and you even take the two stories we've been talking about, Esther, who did she turn to in that moment of anxiety? She turned to Mordecai and right. said, I need you to pray with me about this, that God will deliver us from this. Mm-hmm. Same thing when you look back to the first couple chapters of Daniel, when he, when um, they first came, I think Arioch was the soldier that came and said, hey, listen, Nebuchadnezzar is basically decimating every person who is considered a wise man or magistrate mm-hmm. or whatever, um, because these guys over here can't tell him what his dream means. And the first thing he does is he turns to Shadrach. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and says, hey, I need you to pray with me about this. And so, like you said, those relationships that you surround yourself with, you have people who are, if you're saying, hey, I'm dealing with this anxiety or I'm struggling through whatever, you need to have those people that you can turn to and say, hey, I need you to pray with me about this because I really need God to deliver me from it or through it um, or whatever that looks like for you. But if you don't have those people in your life, man, that can be devastating to be walking through that completely alone and feeling isolated. Yeah, it's a game changer to have people Mm -hmm. around you that you can go to, um, you know, to share your anxieties with. I mean, I shared with you guys first thing this morning (laughs) that I goes up at 4 a.m. this morning, you know, so, uh, and I shared with another friend this morning who also Mm -hmm. prayed for me and actually 
just texted my husband a little bit earlier and asked him to pray for me um, just because of the anxiety I was kind of feeling. So it's really important that we have people that we can turn to whenever we're facing that. Yeah, I think being able to be vulnerable with people is sometimes really hard. But I think if you don't have those couple of people, then you just find yourself, like we talked about, feeling isolated and alone. And that's that's where the enemy can hit the hardest. And so you need yeah. those people who are speaking life into you and not amping up your anxiety. Right. And you don't want to stand alone. You know, you need people in your life that can face the anxiety with you. And then just remembering, like we kicked off this episode with, knowing that after you have surrendered your life to Christ, that the same power that lives within him, it lives within you now. And you can't overcome that anxiety um, that you are facing with the help of Jesus and with the help of others around you. When I, I think it's important that you don't wait till moments of anxiety to come alongside with somebody mm-hmm. because it's in the moments where we feel strong. We can come along somebody and just be sharing through, hey, this is what happened before. This is what I learned from it. Because you will find yourself in a moment of deep anxiety or in moments of multiple things causing anxiety. And by turning to that same group of people, you're going to have moments where they say, hey, remember six months ago when, or this lesson you learned Mm -hmm. before when you were walking through this, they're those rocks that can help you shift perspective a little bit or just reassure you that you're going to be okay and be that friend that comes alongside you. Yeah, you know, Pastor Craig has said before, it's not if you will experience a trial, it's when will you go through Mm -hmm. it because all of us ultimately are going to go through something that's going to cause us anxiety and it's going to cause us stress. And if we've already prepped for that, when it happens, then the enemy has no ground to stand on. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know, I know um, one thing that we hear very constant in life church is that you don't rise to the occasion, you fall to your highest level of preparation. So if Mm -hmm. you haven't taken time to be in God's word, you haven't been praying about it, you haven't been developing those relationships of those people who can hold you accountable and say, hey, so listen, I know in the moment that feels really real and you're struggling with this, Mm -hmm. but when you step away from that in two months and you look back, you're going to be going, what in the world was I thinking? That's totally unrealistic. It could have never happened. Yet in the moment, it felt so real and you were so gripped by it that you were like, oh my God, what if this, what if my kids get trafficked or, you know, what if they get taken at the park or, you know, what if something happens while you're out and about? And so, and if you're not taking the time to like Sean said, prepare for that before it happens, Mm -hmm. um, then you're going to be stuck in a real bind when you're right in the middle of it, not knowing what to do. Yeah. And Paul teaches a lot about that. I mean, from the beginning of Paul's ministry, he always traveled with somebody else in the good times and the bad times. And in most of his letters, he writes that he longs to be in community with people and to share and endeavors with them. And then when he is in prison or is walking through trial, he's there with somebody else and he's constantly referencing being there with them and walking through that struggle with them. And so mm-hmm. we see that in scripture everywhere, just to see the importance of how important that is in our lives today too. Yeah. yeah. And for those of you that are listening today, if you find yourself struggling with anxiety um, and just worrying over things, um, and maybe it's something that God is calling you to do and you're worried about stepping into the unknown, um, or if you find yourself awake at 4 a.m. Um, worrying about things that really aren't um, a big deal at all, um, then I want to encourage you to check out some resources. Uh, we've got some resources in the show notes that we want to for you to check out. They're completely free um, for you, and there's a couple of different places that you can check them out at. Um, so make sure that you um, visit those, and then please let us know how we can pray for you. If you are experiencing anxiety or if you're needing to want to try to find community here out of our church, um, then we want to help you with that. We, we don't want you to be alone um, facing this. Uh, and so please let us know that how we can support you and how we can be praying for you. 
And if you have friends or family that are struggling with anxiety, we would love for you just to share this podcast with them. Um, Share it with those that are in your life or anyone that may be struggling with it. And they can uh, always use the resources that we have listed on the show notes as well. Um, But we'd also love to know how we can pray for you or someone in your family or a close friend. And so feel free to send a prayer request to us or ideas for a show to imlosingreligion at gmail.com. Thank you guys for joining us today and we'll see you next time. Stay tuned for bloopers or skip through, whichever you prefer. We want to dive into the topic of, of what are, what is our topic, is it? And then we just looked at you and it was a very blank <laughs> okay, You guys were both vibing on the mom thing. I was like, yeah, let's roll with it. <laughs> Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> oh, God. That escalated quickly. <laughs> Six month anniversary, here's everything we screwed up. Have you been recording this whole time? Yes. Oh. So I can just start any time. I was waiting on you to tell me to go. No. All no, right. No. Well, I should have known that. Like a box of chocolates. That's right. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs>